It's quarter number two on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number two. I'm Jim Galante along with Thomas Frank Carr. T. Frank, I am so excited about this upcoming trip to Auburn. There's nothing excited. like going to a... I am. I've yeah. only gone to a handful of away games, and it's always been a great experience. I got yeah. to go to Madison, Wisconsin. I got to go to Columbus. Um, ha- have you gotten a chance to do that very often on the I went to the, the 2016 Big Ten Championship game to cover it for, uh, well, for myself. I kind of went as independent media at yeah. that point. But I've never been uh, employed to travel to, to away games. Um, just through a bunch of different things that, uh, you know, happenstance. So I've been to very few Big Ten arenas. But the Big Ten Championship game was a, was a highlight for sure. That's a great game to go to. Uh, it's yeah. funny you talk about we'll, we'll talk off the air about it because I was just thinking about that game. But I'm getting the chance to travel along with our partners, Collegiate Athletic Travel, to the Penn State-Auburn game. And I'm kind of excited to go to a Southeast Conference venue. Um, yeah. I, you know, there's always so much talk about it. And I know the big schools up north, if you go to Penn State or you go to Columbus, you go to Madison, you're going to see big-time football, big-time tailgating and all of those things. But I'm interested to see how they do it down south. And we are going to get that chance and give you that opportunity also to join us. As I said, we're partnering with Collegiate Athletic Travel. They've been doing this for so many years, for about 50 years a charter flight is going to be um, taken out of Harrisburg, staying close. We're going to be at the team hotel. Uh, transportation will be provided to and from the game, a tailgate at the stadium, everything taken care of like that. It's it's a once-in-a-lifetime event to follow the team like that. It's so memorable. And your opportunity to get more information is to go to athletictravel.com or call 800-788-4414, and they'll have all the details for you. Hopefully you'll choose to join us. We'd love to see as many of you as possible on that trip. I know I'm looking forward to it. All right, T. Frank, today we're talking transfer portal. We're talking about Penn State specifically in a transfer portal. Quarter number one, we talked about Mitchell Tinsley and Hunter Norzad, two players that have come in. And now let's talk about where they go from here for the uh, transfer portal. I know a lot of people were disappointed with only two players, and they seem to be mostly in the market for defensive linemen. Is is that accurate? So Tyler Steen out of Vanderbilt was another guy that they were interested in, and he's a tackle. I think going back to the offensive line, tackle depth is an issue. Um, So... That, but do you get a guy that's going to come in and be a depth player? Do you can you get a guy to come in uh, and compete for a position with? I guess Caden Wallace on the right side would be where you would be saying that guy has a chance to play. I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. We haven't heard as much about that. That's kind of cooled off recently. Um, and then defensive end and linebacker are the two main places on the defensive side of the ball that we've seen 
movement and seeing players and a lot of buzz around the defensive end position, which to me is the biggest screaming need on the team. One candidate that they brought in just last weekend uh, from West Virginia was Akeem Mesidor. What do you know about him, and is he truly a defensive end? <laughs> uh, he's an interesting player. So no, no, he is not uh, just a true defensive end. But I don't know that that's going to be available in the portal at this point. We may see something after spring ball, but right now what is in the portal are guys that are good defensive linemen, but not necessarily good pass rushers, like as, as far as their initial skill set of what they bring to the table. Mizador was played at nose tackle, defensive tackle, and defensive end last season for West Virginia. He played every single position at about 275 pounds. So a, I, I wouldn't call him a primary run stuffer, but that's, that's you know, his strength is being versatile, tough, stopping the run, getting in the way, being annoying as a defensive lineman. And then he's got good, some good pass rushing moves, good bull rush. He is strong for his size. So I think if he played full time on the perimeter, he would have a strength advantage. But then my question is his arm length, his burst, his speed and his pass rush. And there's a little bit of nuance there with Manny Diaz and his defense about how much do you need just four to rush the passer? But it helps. It helps to have another pass rusher. Having It's like a bullpen. You want to have as many live arms as possible, and that's where I think Penn State really uh, is struggling to find those guys that can throw 95. They've got their, their lead guy. They've got Adisa Isaac, who's got great potential. But outside of that, everybody else is kind of a tweener. Like I could see this defense. Realistically, they could line up left to right with guys that are 270, 260, 300 and then 245 as their defensive lineman. That's a very small defensive line. Now, I don't, that might be a pass rushing down, but they've got defensive tackles that are bigger than Mizador, so like, or smaller than him. So it's just going to be a very interesting blend of players up front already. And throwing in another tweener is what I think Mizador really is. He's got to play on the, he's got to play on the perimeter to me. They've got so many pass rushing three techniques and 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 they don't have any pass rushing defensive ends so he brings a similar skill set to those guys but you know a veteran with great experience and and good play I feel like I'm talking him down a little bit and that's not what I'm trying to do I'm trying to explain the problem that Penn State is trying to solve and how he's not a perfect fit but he's a good defensive lineman he's a very good defensive lineman that does a lot of things really well well isn't that the problem when looking to the transfer portal is it's not just about, hey, we need a, a defensive end who can get to the quarterback. It's what is the availability. And those type of guys, it's it's not, not like you can just go to the transfer portal and see, find five of them there available, right? And yeah. you also have the case where the por- guys wouldn't be in the portal if they're the star of their team and – unless you get the guy who's moving up from another level. There's not a lot of Arnold Ebikides out there, I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah, and and guys, I, I tend to look at programs that are going through a coaching change because I know you mentioned Michigan State. I don't think Michigan State forever is going to be getting 10 guys out of the portal. I think this is kind of like what you see in the NFL of we're going to go heavy into free agency the first couple of years to get guys in that fit our system. So Mel Tucker eventually, as long as he can bring in recruits that he wants and he doesn't miss a lot in recruiting, 
that'll level out. You can't make a living being in the portal. Like, it's just, it's too risky, I'd say. So, when it comes to this particular position, there, w- there was a home run this year. And it was the Grayson and Gabriel Murphy from North Texas. They have elite pass rushing production. They had, and I understand it's North Texas, but they were they were pass rushing specialists that were 245, 250 pounds, a little bit undersized, but 18 sacks, over 20 hits between the two of them. They were a package deal, so you're getting two. That would have been great, but the NIL deal at UCLA was too good for them to pass up. So they chose UCLA over Penn State. Penn, Penn State made it a strong push at the end. They made it, a, they, from what I heard and from the people I talked to, they made it a really tough decision. But ultimately, they didn't get the win here. So now they're back to the drawing board, and they're back to more of the guys that are available. What you talked about are the good but not elite players that have good but not elite traits that are good football players that may not have what you're exactly looking for. So NIL... The portal, it's all happening right now. Like, NIL is not a thing in the future. It is making, it's affecting decisions right now. And we're going to be talking about it quite a bit through the rest of the summer and for the next couple years, I'm sure. Let's talk uh, future of the transfer portal for this Penn State team. I'm a little surprised we haven't heard more about linebacker candidates, and that might Mm -hmm. be just because of availability but speaking of availability probably the next window where more guys will be hitting the portal is after spring practice when they find out where they are on a team's depth chart all of a sudden their second or third team and wanted to be first team they might become available on the portal but is that the profile Penn State is looking for in a transfer a guy who wasn't up to snuff for another team no (laughs) certainly they are not uh with some caveats obviously if you've got two great players at a position and one decides to leave in the spring so for example Kazai Holmes I think a lot of people expect him to transfer just because of the the freshmen that are so talented behind him I still give him every opportunity to be a part of this team and to beat those young players out because he's been here but I, talking to some of my colleagues, there's a lot of people that look at the numbers at running back for Penn State. There's a lot of really good football players. So if that position happens somewhere else that Penn State needs at a different program, that's what I think they're going to be looking for of talent, glut, and then a numbers problem. But you're right. By and large, it's going to be guys that lost out in the spring. We'll see. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't really know how you're going to find a veteran linebacker that's played a lot of football that then doesn't play for his team and is in the transfer portal after the spring. So, I, I would have a hard time saying yes. They're going to find a linebacker. They may bring in a player, but the best possible answers are probably on the roster or coming in via their uh, freshman class because. I don't know. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to swing too far one way or the other because it is just such an unknown. Like the transfer portal, still, uh, what to expect out of it? You have no idea. Does NIL change people's opinion of a school that has a guy that doesn't? They don't have an NIL collective, or they don't have anything in set in place. And Penn State's actually the better option uh, compared to some other places. That might also be a factor. There, there's. We don't know the future. Like this is forecasting without a weather report. Well, I'm going to continue to ask you to do that, T. Frank. 
I'm putting <laughs> you in charge of the program. Again, the variable is what's available, but is there a position that we haven't talked about that you would be looking in the portal to see if there's any possibilities? So I'm going to continue to use colorful analogies to subterfuge and to to, to uh, make sure you know that I'm not just throwing nonsense at you. So at least it'll sound entertaining. I think defensive end really is the one. Um, every other position we've already talked about, offensive line, defensive end, and then linebacker. The other place, I think they're going to be okay, but P.J. Mustafer, I cannot stress this enough. I'm not expecting anything out of him until at least October. So do they have enough run-stuffing one-tackles, uh, one-techniques, given how many tweener bodies they have at, at defensive tackle beside it and then at defensive end? Because they need a little bit of size. So that would be one. Very good, T. Frank. All right, that's it for quarter number two. Stick around. Quarter number three, we're going to ask T. Frank. Attention Penn State alumni, trustees Ted Brown, Bill Oldsey, and Barbara Duran need your support. Your alumni trustees have fought to debunk the free report and to honor Joe and Sue Paterno. And they led the charge on an unprecedented tuition freeze, saving students and their families thousands. Independent leadership for a better Penn State. Vote to re-elect alumni trustees Ted Brown, Bill Oldsey, and Barbara Duran. Voting begins Sunday, April 10th. Request your ballot at trustees.psu.edu. This is Jim Galante from the Keystone Sports Network, letting you know there's nothing like going on the road with your favorite team. I'm pleased to announce that KSN, along with Collegiate Athletic Travel, the leaders in athletic travel for 50 years, is offering a trip to Auburn this fall for the Nittany Lions versus the Tigers. Charter flight, accommodations at the team hotel, and transport to and from the game are included. Go to athletictravel.com or call 800-788-4414 for all the information. 